Hey everybody, it's episode 416 of PodQuest. Hey! It's Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. I am Chris, with me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. My birthday's tomorrow. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Lucky you got COVID for your birthday. Hey. Yeah, thanks Drew. This is I'm all Drew's fault. I'm, I'm blaming I Drew. don't have it. I'm your, perfectly fine. Your wife does, so I'm blaming you. We'll I don't know. I'm, I f- she got it after you, so I feel like you were patient again. Zero once in this again, case. you were around somebody else that got COVID, and you didn't. I also so, again not tested positive. I- I- exactly. Did, let me ask you. You're the patient did, zero. Did she get a rapid test, or did she get like a multi-day test? How did she find out? Uh, we had at-home tests that came up positive. She okay. went to patient first. I think, okay. and they also did a rapid test that also came up positive. Okay, yeah. I did a rapid test negative, but went to CVS and did a PCR, and also have a rapid test scheduled for tomorrow because I have another concert on Thursday, and also we're trying to play Blood on the Clock Tower on Saturday if Sarah tests negative before then. Nice. Yeah, I um, I I took like an at home test today after you mentioned Sarah and. I mine was aggressively negative. Like yeah. <laughs> it was the brightest, like single blue negative line I've ever seen, and just nothing. Yep. Like you're uh, with, with time framing. I doubt Sarah got it from COVID. That's though the uh, patient first or wherever she went thinks it was from COVID. You think so? Which makes no sense to me personally. But... No, because it's it's that's that was almost a week ago at this point. Yeah, like it would have been Saturday uh, when you guys went to the concert on Saturday. Like she might, which have... would just be crazy because that was outdoors. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's still, <laughs> and it was outdoors, again, and she was never really within six feet of anybody. Yeah, yeah. and I went into the pit <laughs> for, for one band. Yeah, but it, it's just it, it's so weird. It's so weird because like Cobb, I was standing right next to you for the entire concert at Kohi, and you're absolutely fine. I mean, not only that, like, we were in the car for over an hour on the way home. Mm-hmm. True. Um, and then I was in a car with Drew and Sarah on Saturday for so, probably about an hour total. You are not contagious the day you catch it. You cannot spread it the day you catch it. Your body does not generate enough of the viral particle for you to spread it. So even if I did catch it at COVID, even if Sarah caught it at COVID, we wouldn't have spread it to anybody else in that car ride. And same mm-hmm. on Saturday. You guys wouldn't have spread it to anybody else in the car ride. But yeah, it's just... It's unfortunate, but yeah, it's, Drew it's, and I are fine, so... Yeah, which honestly still makes me believe I didn't catch COVID. I just had a really, really bad sinus infection. Which is totally possible. It like, is. Like, we live we live in the, the era where, like, it's just, you don't know. Like, yeah. I, he, <laughs> e- even getting a negative test, like, it could have been a false negative. Hell, you could yeah. you could get a false positive. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could, I, and that's, I'm, I'm going to go test tomorrow morning just to be like, all right, this is like day five-ish. This is when, like, I should be able to re-enter society again. If it was COVID, I want to test to see if it comes back negative. If it comes back positive, then we'll go from there. But if it comes back positive, I'm not going to need to, like, get any of the pills or anything because, like, I already had it. It's just, like, reinforcing that I had it. Also, like, are you having symptoms now anyway? At this point, it's it's just um, congestion and occasional head stuff. Okay. So it's 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 like it's like I I I coughed quite a bit today, 
but it mostly felt like I had a fucking hair in my throat. So I think Chase, like, shoved a hair down my throat uh-huh. when I was sleeping this morning, because um, he's a butthead. Uh, he got up and walked, so he, he knows he's... You just going to, like, CVS or whatever tomorrow? I'm gonna, uh, uh, or... the, the test here at that for I'll just make an appointment in the morning and... Don't they up. charge? Nope. It's, uh, New Jersey state law. Insurance companies have to cover 100% of COVID testing. They do, if you do, like, certain tests that you sometimes have to pay out of pocket and then get reimbursed by your insurance? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Test, but, um, test here, I've gone every time, and they, it's, okay. they just they take my insurance, yeah. I remember, like, when last year when I was trying to find a place to test before my flight to uh, Nashville for work, like, that was one place I was looking at, and when going through the whole thing, it was like, oh, it's $195 for the test. You'll get reimbursed, but you gotta pay 195 or whatever the fuck yeah. insane amount so, it was up front, and I'm like, uh, yeah, absolutely the fuck not, and finally found a CVS that had a test available for free. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that place was, especially, like, last fall their volume was so incredibly high because I ran into yeah. that a few times there too, like trying to find places that um they only had like specific tests available. And like, it was generally the ones that were an absurd amount of money because nobody yeah. wanted them. Yeah. Um, that, and because they offered so many at such a high volume, like they did, they, they ran out of them quick because it was such, you didn't have to get out of your car. You, you didn't have to do anything yourself. Like you go to CVS and you actually do it all yourself. Yeah. Um. Unless, unless I think you do like the rapid test or something at CVS's, I think they have like a booth set up for those. You still swab yourself. Though. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. You, when when I went, uh, the first test I got was ever was December twenty eighth of twenty twenty one. I went to CVS. They put it through the drive through. You'd swab. They they time you and everything, and then you give it to them and they send it out or whatever. And then. The next test I got, which was January 4th, a week later, I went to test here, and they just do it all there. And then I did another test the 14th of January uh, of this year, and they did the same thing, do it all themselves there. So. Yeah, so I've, I have I went to the Deptford one once, and yeah, they, did, like, you know, you, you roll up, they, they check you in or whatever, they do the swab, and off you go, and you get a, you get an email a little while later, um... I've gone most, I've only done that once. Most of the time I've gone to CVS when I've needed one. And the first few times, like you said, Rich, it was like, you drive up to the drive-thru, they give you the packet, they explain everything to you, they like time you and everything. Um, later on, it was just like, have you done this before? I'm like, yeah. They're like, all right, good luck. And they just, mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will, well, well, that's what happened with me today. They were like, have you done this before? I'm like, yeah. And like, there was a line of four cars behind me in the drive-thru. I'm like, can I just go loop around and let you handle these people? And they're like, yeah, just go. <laughs> You've done I, it before, go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, in the, the only reason I would just kind of prefer to go to test here is if I do it wrong, it's on me. If they do it wrong, it's on them. And so if they, if I, if, the, if I got a negative result because they didn't do the test right, then that's their fault. And it's not my fault if I potentially spread it around by doing stuff after getting a negative test result. But if I screwed up doing the test and potentially spread it around by after getting a negative test result, that's on me and I'd feel like shit. I'd still feel like shit either way for getting people sick, but I feel less shitty because it's somebody else's fault for me getting them sick. And like, you know, that's valid. <laughs> um, yeah. My, my biggest problem is when I've, like that one time I had somebody else do it, 
um, I had a big problem not sneezing while they were doing it. Whereas, like, when you're doing it yourself, you're less like. No, oh, I, I literally, I have to close my eyes when they do it because it just, because it, it just, I can't not close my eyes. I can't like it. Just it, it doesn't hurt, but it's that tickle and that like I gotta focus on on not reacting at all. So I have to close my eyes and just like don't do it, don't do it, don't do it with anything because it's just it's so. It is. It, it's so weird. That's the only way to test it, and it's so abrasive. St- stick a thing all the way up to your brain and then pull it out, and do it in the other nostril. I mean, look, that's it. You know, Ren and Stimpy used to do shit like that all the time. <laughs> I, I, yeah, but like they can they can tell you your like full ancestral history by like you swabbing your cheek. How how is it that they can only find COVID by poking your brain with a little fucking swab? Well, they could probably also poke your lungs, but poking your brain's a little less invasive. True, I guess. You know, but anyway, like, we have we have a nerd podcast to talk. I, t- sure, kind of. Um, what's on the agenda? Oh, on the agenda, uh, we're gonna have a quick uh, convo about the Flash because it's ending next season. Um, then Cobb, I assume you watched Paper Girls. I did. And then we all watched Everything Everywhere all at once. And then uh, there's there's going to be a talk about books, I guess. Sure. I think that's it. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a <coughs> relatively short week this week. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so they had just announced yesterday that uh, CW's The Flash is going to end next year with uh, its final season, season nine. Um, it's not going to air until like mid-season, so sometime in 2023, probably between January and March. Yeah. Um, and it's only going to be 13 episodes. I'm I'm not surprised. I, I I will say that I didn't hate this season. I and and the previous season I thought it was a little too disconnected because of the filming style, but like it was still it wasn't shitty. Like I know you didn't really like the past few seasons, but like these past two seasons, like they kinda worked, but also at the same time, like you could tell that a lot of the actors, especially Candace uh, are just not feeling it anymore, are losing interest. Even, even, um, um, why can't I remember his name? Who's playing Barry? Like, Grant Gustin. Grant. Like, you can even tell he's not, like, even, like, it's just not there anymore. You kind of tell their passion's not in it anymore. Well, the, let's be real. The stories have no heart anymore. Yeah. Like, there, there used to be a level of legitimate, like, emotion in a lot of these shows. And there, there isn't anymore. Like it's, it's all pretty boilerplate at this point, and they tend to, like, there's nobody left to really care about because they kind of just a bunch of the original people left. They brought in some new people, but they never really like had a chance to really make you care about them while like all the other stuff was going on. And like and- it, COVID, COVID production schedules hurt a lot of that too because everything was truncated and oddly timed and split apart and all that fun stuff. And I think a lot of what it is, is they relied way too much on Reverse Flash. Because they've dealt with Reverse Flash in however many fucking seasons and specials and whatnot and shows. And even this season as well, they dealt with Reverse Flash. And like, yeah, I'm sorry. Spoilers. I'm sorry. It's season's been over for two weeks, three weeks now, or something like that, a month. I think it's been longer but, than that. Uh, it's It's been over for a while. And it's just like, it, it they, they, they kept falling on this trope and it's it's not it's not working anymore for the show and they they they're not 
they're they're not trying to hash out new ideas for their show. They're just going to keep working on and keep going with the um uh Barry and 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 what's her name need each other and Barry needs why can't I remember any names right now? I don't know. Are you, are you talking about Iris? Yeah. Like, Barry needs Iris, and Iris needs Barris, and that's... Barris. Oh my goodness. I'm tired. Barry needs Iris, and Iris needs Barry. And that's the tropes that they've been leaning on for, like, the last three fucking seasons. And it's like... And that's what I mean. Like, they, like, they ran out of, like, legitimate ideas around yeah. the time of Crisis. Yeah. If like, I have to hear you're my lightning rod one more fucking time, I swear to God, I'm going to flip my TV. I even like, watch a show on my TV. I'm going to flip my TV. Yeah. I don't know if they, I don't know if they changed showrunners in the last few years or what, but like the, the quality of that show, like, has dipped a lot in the last like three or four seasons. Yeah. Like, all, all the CW shows definitely had their ups and downs. Um, like, Arrow had plenty of bad seasons, but there was usually enough interesting in those bad seasons to at least make me want to finish them. Um, like, I honestly don't know if I'm even going to bother finishing The Flash. Like, oh. I'm, I, like, this season. Like, I might not finish season eight until next year after season nine is yeah, done. Yeah, just, I, I would, I would, I, I know for, I would honestly say for you, just wait until it all, it's all done and watch it. Like, I'm just going to hope and pray that they don't kill, like, not kill, because they obviously can't kill Barry, because he's got the whole future timeline and shit. But, like, have it end on a happy ending. Give us a happy season finale instead of, like, because Arrow, we got that, like, kind of sad season finale, series finale. Yeah, but, I mean, Supergirl had a happy finale. I actually haven't finished it yet. I, I got, like, three, I got, I watched the first episode of this new season, and I just didn't touch it again. Um, yeah, honestly, like Su- Supergirl the last few years has been significantly better than Flash, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but I, like speaking of like some of the other shows, like this is the last Arrowverse show. Yeah, it because is. Te- technically, the only two that are left that are like currently running would be Superman and Lois and Stargirl, neither of which take place in Earth Prime. Yeah. So like they're not technically Arrowverse. Um. And then you have like your, like shows on other networks that don't count, like Titans and Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can assume that the show they're launching in the fall, Titans Academy, I think they're calling it, or Titans University. I don't know. They're they're doing something along those lines, and that is probably not going to be on Earth Prime. Yeah. So like this is like the like fall twenty twenty three will be the end of like the Arrowverse after yeah, eleven years, which, which is like. Uh- a pretty good run for, like, a connective TV universe. I, I will say, it was a, a major letdown to find out that Superman and Lois is not on Earth Prime. Like, they, they, they kind of should have kept it on Earth Prime, but whatever. Like, it, it, it's dumb that they didn't, but at the same time, like, they, 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 I don't know. They probably knew that a lot of these other shows were ending, and rather than have them tethered to this, like, external possibility it was easier to just have them not be in the same universe and get to tell like a story disconnected from anything they had set up with superman already because like you figure like a lot of their their characters and stuff like that were already in supergirl yeah. um a lot of villains were already in supergirl and like now that they've already started recycling them like um uh the the, the guy that plays his brother um he was he was um 
Oh fuck, I can't think of the character's name. His character was the 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 Lex Luthor stand-in in the first season of Supergirl when it was still yeah. on CBS. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember his name, but yeah, I know who you're talking. So like they can just reuse that stuff and even like Lucy, like they use the same actress but um totally like, different character. Like in but, Supergirl she was a fucking like army lieutenant or something like that. But you could have explained those differences so easily. Crisis. Like you didn't have to explain why um any of this is like any of it was different because crisis happened and things changed. Like there were characters on Earth, which also Black Lightning. If that's still going, that's Earth Prime. So we still have one CW. No, that we, that we that show Earth. was the that was one of the first ones canceled. That 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 ended before um before Crisis, or okay. it ended the same year as Crisis, I think. Okay, but yeah, yes. it's just it, it. I don't know. It's just I. I I thought it was dumb that they were like, we're not going to have it. It also, like you said, it does make sense because it was more of a logistic thing. Like they didn't want to do crossovers, deal crossovers anymore, I'm sure. And so having them on a separate universe, then they didn't have to worry about crossovers. And honestly, I think, I think at a certain point it was like, they were definitely in the same universe at one point, like contrary to what they announced after that happened. Um, Because if you look at it, Diggle was in an episode of Superman and Lois. As that character, like, they set him up as that same character working for Argus. Yeah. Um, but then there, they flat out said, had it not been for COVID, there was going to be a Batwoman and Superman crossover. Yeah. And that didn't happen. Then CW started looking to sell itself and started canceling all of its shows. They probably knew they were going to cancel Legends and Batwoman long before they actually did. Yeah. So when it came to season two of Superman and Lois, they're like, all right, yeah, you guys aren't going to be connected to them because like the show you were closest, clo- most closely connected to ended um, and we're canceling these other ones. So really, like you can just be by yourselves like this yeah. way. You can just do what you want, how you want, when you want. Yeah, it just it was. And you could tell that they did want it to be as part of the same universe, because at the end of Crisis, Lois says to 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 Clark as he's flying away. The boys are waiting for you. Like, but in that continuity, there was only one kid. And it was a baby. Before Crisis, and it was a baby. And then it's like, oh, there's two boys. And wait, they're waiting? Like, are they, was that, like, a term of, like, oh, they're waiting for you. They're getting ready to go to sleep or whatever. Or is it, like, are they actually, like, sitting here waiting for him? And, like, we had, I think we even had discussions of how it could possibly be. One of them could have been, um batman's son or whatever and stuff like that but like it, it then turned into what we found out which oh, still 100 percent could have been in the same universe until they're like oh no we're just gonna write it off as he's been the only hero ever yeah and uh drew do you th- now that all these shows are ending do you think this is the time for you to dip into them get yeah, caught up on, last... on a decade oh, no. worth of no i'll just watch the last episode of flash where they'll no. recap everything no 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 <laughs> you watch the first episode and the last episode of each of these series. I want you to do this. So do it with Arrow, do it with Flash, do it with Super Supergirl, Batwoman, and give me a write-up on, on... Don't do it with Batwoman or Legends, because they didn't get actual series finales, but do it with the rest of them, and, like, let me know what you think at the beginning and end. Like, that's that's your homework for the next couple of weeks. I don't think he's yeah, going to do I'm that. Yeah, I'm going to tell you I'm absolutely the fuck not going to do that. I mean, it's only, like... Four, six hours. It's only like six hours. Like I'll never watch anything Superman related. 
like I don't care that characters anything Superman is the most boring shit possible. The Ar- Arrow maybe because I like Stephen Amell. You only like him because he wrestled like twice. Yeah, fucking exactly. Because he likes wrestling is why I like Stephen Amell. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. And honestly, like most, I like I don't disagree with you. Most things that they've done with Superman have been bad. Um, they're actually doing a very good job with Superman. Like they're ma- they're making him actually interesting, which is very hard to do in television mm-hmm. because they're they're taking away the whole like. Not everything is about him having superpowers and having to beat people up, which is unfortunately how most of the movies go. It's like, oh, here's a threat that only a god can beat. Good yeah. luck. Like, why Why is this a problem? He has all the powers. Because at, le- at least when you watch, like, the Marvel stuff, like, Thor can be killed. Like, he- yes, he is very, very, like, resilient. But, like, if you go up to Thor with a gun and shoot him in the head, the bullet's going to go through him. Mm-hmm. Um, Superman is just going to, it's going to break your gun. Yeah. yeah. Uh but to to go along with the uh the flash ending, um I just saw a little while ago, apparently WB has also canceled the Batgirl movie that I, was uh, already done filming. I didn't know that there was a Batgirl movie. Me either. Yeah, like it, it's it's filmed and everything. Um I think <laughs> Michael Keaton was actually like this was one of the things that Michael Keaton was um cameoing in. Um and so they canceled this but not the Flash movie. <laughs> Yeah, so I like the I I only remembered this again because uh, um the IGN article popped up on Facebook. Um the Batgirl movie which starred Leslie Grace and featured Michael Keaton's Batman has reportedly been canceled. The film was developed and shot before the Warner Bros Discovery merger and new leadership purportedly agreed the film did not work. So, and like I think earlier when I was reading this it was like Hollywood Reporter where it was like they have no intention of ever releasing it because I I guess it was bad. Um and they may also had. There's also a rumor. I don't know that it's been like actually confirmed that they are reshooting Keaton's cameo in Aquaman with um, Ben Affleck instead. So I don't know if like they're trying to bring the Snyderverse back or something. <laughs> you know, the the last thing they did that didn't work. Uh, I don't know. Like maybe the Snyder Snyder cut invigorated them. Like maybe this or. I mean, look, I... the Snyder cut was fine, but like a movie shouldn't need to be four hours long to make sense. Nope. True. True. Like, also, like, the Batman, pretty good. Like, Rob Pattinson, not a bad Batman. Hasn't gotten a chance to really be a Bruce Wayne yet, but, like, was a good Batman. That's that's the problem with pretty much any Batman movie, except for the Christian Bales. You, you're, you're not really often going to get to see a really good viewing of, of Bruce Wayne, just because what people want nowadays is more action and less Bruce Wayne. And, and, so, you know, like, and, and they miss they miss the fuck. I said it before. They've missed their fucking chance. Affleck, best chance they had to have like the like the good Bruce Wayne, because like Christian Bale was only the good Bruce Wayne in Batman Begins. After that, he was like the weird eccentric Bruce Wayne the rest of the time. Yeah, yeah. But like they mm-hmm. could have like Ben Affleck can be a charming motherfucker in movies. Yeah. Um, Bruce Wayne supposed to be a charming motherfucker, and they just mm-hmm. dropped the whole ball on that one. They just made him an angry old man. Man, I don't know yeah. what I just did to the outline, but I fucked that up for a second. Yeah, fixed itself. No, I undid it. <laughs> you got, you got, you got to stop playing with shit. I'm, I'm just highlighting and unhighlighting. You, you're playing with shit. Get a fidget spinner and you'll be fine. No, those make noise. Then get a quiet one. Add some WD-40 to that shit. It'll spin <laughs> super fast, and I'll be like. Also, I've never, I've never really found fidget spinners like, um, 
satisfying. Now, I mean, I I have one. I play with it occasionally, but it's it, it's 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 more for people who need to just be touching things and playing with things. Like my brother, like me, like I have coins on my desk. I have a bunch of Pokemon coins, so I like I'll twirl them in my fingers while we're talking. Or sometimes I'll even, as dumb as it sounds, I have a pair of uh, fingernail clippers that like I'll spin around and open up and then close. And that's that's kind of the same idea for fidget spinners. It's just something to move around in your hands because that's just that's if you're Italian, you fully understand it. It's it's just it, it's you, it's you're just an antsy child. It's fine. I mean, yeah, that too. I just I need to be doing something with my hand. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Paper Girls. I've seen this on what is this on 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 Amazon? Yeah, it, it's no, an Amazon. Who? Um, it's based on a comic by um, Brian K. Vaughn and Cliff Chang, if I remember correctly. Um, do either of you guys know anything about it? No. Nope. This is literally the first I've ever even heard of it. So it is, um, it's about a group of girls um, from 1988 that they are paper girls, like deliver newspapers. Um, and they're all, they're, they're all independent. Like, like they're, the show does not start with them knowing each other. Um, a couple of them have like reputations for one reason or another. Um, and shit goes sideways and this show involves a bunch of time travel shenanigans. Um, but it's really, really well done. Um, I don't want to spoil too much about it. Um, the time travel stuff happens literally in the first 25 minutes or so of the, the episode of the first episode. I mean, it's like in the first issue of the comic. Um, but it's basically about these 12 year old girls trying to figure out how to get back to 1988. Okay. Um, meanwhile, there is like, there are these different organizations basically that are, they're kind of along the lines of the TVA from Loki. Like, mm-hmm. one of them is trying to keep the timeline intact and remove like things from it that cause it to not be correct. Um, and this other one is basically trying to liberate the timeline. And, you know, these girls are kind of like caught in the middle of it somewhere, but like, it's not like, it's not, a lot of people were, comparing it to stranger things and i get that it's it's got the like the 80s motif thing going on it's like preteens, like all that Pe- stuff but like these Pe- kids don't have special powers like people are people are stupid and if it has 80s motif they're gonna say it's stranger things like but like it does have a lot of like surface level um things in common with stranger things but like once you get past that surface level of just like like aesthetic it's it's very different because like nobody has superpowers like the, the the things that seem like they could be superpowers are it's future technology. Um, the most mystical thing they have going on is the like these time rifts that open up. Um, but otherwise, it's it's kind of it's it's very much a character driven show. Like you are watching it for the interaction of these four girls as they are you know, learning about themselves, each other and like what the future holds for them in different ways. Because, like, you know, they're kids. Like, they don't know what else to do. So um, when they go into the future the first time, like, they seek one of themselves out, basically. So, like, they find yeah. an adult version of themselves. Um, and then, like, when they w- when time travel happens again, they find an adult version of another one of themselves. Like, you know, it's, it's like one of those things where it's not like – it's not like sitcom, like, movie of the week style stuff where, like, they're learning something from these different versions of themselves – um, but they are kind of learning about themselves at the same time, um, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it was, it was really, really well done. Um, it's eight episodes on Amazon Prime. 
Um, it's just the, it's the first season. Um, it seems like it's been doing well enough that there will be a season two. Um, I hope so because like it does end on a cliffhanger. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Um, it's got, I can never pronounce this guy's name. Um, Rich, you have watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Good Place, right? Yes. Drew, have you watched either of those? I've watched some Brooklyn Nine-Nine. All right. I don't know if you'll have seen this guy, but he's a, a guy that you would probably recognize. Um, Rich, on The Good Place, remember... Is Captain Holt's husband? No, no, that'd be even better. But, oh, that's true. Like, he is, a, he is in both of those shows. Um, it's on The Good Place when Jason and Janet broke up and Janet made, like... A, oh, a, anti. Uh, no, Jason no, something, Manalukas or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Man, 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 Man Lucas or something. Um, he is in it as like a like a reoccurring character that he is both creepy and very funny. He wears sandals and socks, and the first time you see him, he's wearing a Tupac T-shirt. Like he's great. That guy's just like that guy in things. Um, there's also some weird owl references, which is great. I think this so. This is actually just kind of funny. Um, so Brian K. Vaughn wrote this um, comic, and he also wrote the comic for Why the Last Man, which was another TV show that came out last year that didn't do quite as well. Um, both of those shows, independent of each other, titled one of their episodes, Weird Al is Dead. <laughs> nice. Um, and apparently he got both scripts like within like a week of each other um, and had to like talk to the showrunners at each show to be like, Hey, y'all know that like this other show in development that I'm a part of has the exact same titled episode, like different episode number, but same episode title. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Jason Manzakis. Thank you. There we go. Manzakis. Um, yeah, he's always he's great in things. He's very funny. Uh, but yeah, like the show has just a lot of like goofy and funny stuff. Um, like the the one girl, her hamster is called Weird Al. So at one point when they when they time travel to the future and like they're all kind kind of like trying to like come to terms with that um the girl is just like and weird al is dead and everyone's just like staring at her like what <laughs> um there's also a like there's a like a scene where um one of the girls gets her period for the first time and like they don't have money they're in the future they have to go steal stuff and then they're all sitting in a circle behind like a 7-eleven trying to figure out like how those things work um and it was just like they're all like reading the instructions and like passing them around like utterly confused and it was just mm -hmm. It was very funny, even even as like a guy who's like never been through that. Like it was very funny, and like Erica was like cracking up on the sofa watching it. Okay, um, yeah. But like, just it's such a it was such a well done, like well acted, well scripted show. Um, definitely worth watching. Um, it's one of those weird Amazon things though, where some episodes are a little bit longer than others. So like they they all average around forty minutes. I think a few of them hit like almost fifty, and like one or two of them are only like thirty. Yeah, but. Definitely worth checking out if you if you have time. Yeah, I I was unconscious all weekend. I'm behind more than I already was, and I'm so mad. At well, now you can spend the next like week catching up on things, including Paper Girls. Yeah, because I'm probably not going anywhere tomorrow, just because I'm still not going to feel great. Yeah, and I mean it's your birthday, so like did you, you took off from work too, right? I took off the next uh, three days plus uh, Saturday and Sunday. Nice. So you got plenty of time to watch all eight episodes of this. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be 100 honest. I'm probably not. Watching. It it just it sounds silly and, and funny, but it just it doesn't sound like something I'm at all going to be interested in. I don't know. I actually think you would like it a lot. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, but I don't know. Just watch the first episode, see how you feel. I, I got I got stuff I need to watch. Like what? Stranger Things season whatever. You have uh, like two years before you have to finish that. Uh, um, Umbrella Academy. I actually oh, have to, I still have to watch that. that. Um, I want to watch the, I know it's bad. I want to watch the Resident Evil series. Um, I'm a little watch, bummed at how bad people are saying that is. I want to watch, uh, RRR because I know you guys aren't going to want to. No, that's uh, like it. I, part of me would love to, but it's just, it's too long to watch mm-hmm. a subtitled movie. It's, yeah. it's, it's what, just over like three, three and hours. Oh uh, yeah. Three hours and seven minutes. Like, I can't even do, like, a half-hour anime subtitled anymore without being just utterly distracted. Um, so, like, I want to watch that. Um, there's, there's a bunch of other things that, that I've had on my, that, like, I will, I will know of when I look at my Netflix. You should try watching things more often so you're not so far behind on everything. It all came out at the same time. And then I had to stream for a month straight, and so I didn't have time to actually sit down and watch shit. Watch parties, man. You could watch that shit on stream. Kill two birds with no, one stone. No, I can. I would have gotten kicked off of Twitch. No, you got no. You people wa- do it plenty. You don't stream the actual show on Twitch. You watch it. Tell everybody when to start it with you. And, exactly. And like no, you do like commentary tracks. No, that's just no, dude. No. People do that shit and they get thousands of viewers. Yeah, I know. It's. I think that's dumb. I don't like the idea of it. Like I like if. If the community were ever to be big enough and, like, on Discord, be like, hey, guys, let's watch this movie together on Discord, and we all watch it and riff tracks it or whatever on Discord or whatever, sure. But I'm not going to, like, post it on... I don't want to monetize myself watching somebody... Watching something. It's just dumb. See, you you just... You don't want to make fun content. <laughs> that's not fun content. For Maybe for you, but for somebody else, it might be great. I mean, that's... Then you do it. I don't want to be a streamer. Then, then find someone who wants <laughs> to do that. Like, like I said, there are plenty of people that do that. I'm trying to help I, you. I, I think that is dumb. That is, that that content is is dumber than the girl who's on the current, or who's I believe still on the longest uh, uh, subathon ever. And like her stream background will just say, "I'm in the shower right now," and it's just her room while she's in the shower, and nothing is going on. I think. Talking over nothing because you also can't have the audio of the show either on there. You're just sitting there talking is dumb because that also doesn't create any possible chance for future VOD with that because it's like, I mean, that person would also then have to watch it and time it properly and things like that. And then you'd have to worry about ads during the VOD and things like that. So it would just be a pain in the ass. Man, this guy's never watched a commentary track before. Seriously. No, I, I've, I hate, I've never cared for commentary tracks on, like, DVDs and shit. Man, I, I listen to stuff like that all the time. Why? Why not? It's, I, don't know, it's just I would rather walk, listen like, to somebody talk about a thing I find interesting than watch somebody play a game that I don't find interesting. That's fine. I, I, I would rather not sit there and watch a movie with my face on the screen the entire time watching a movie. <laughs> like, that's dumb. That is just stupid. You're going to be looking at my face for two and a half hours while I'm looking at my computer screen. No, I'm going to be looking at it. I'm going to be having the movie running with and, and, your stream and in the background. I, and, then, and then I'm also going to have to manage the chat as well. And then I'm going to have to like react more than I would react when I already 
game on stream that I'm reacting more on because I'm just sitting there watching a fucking movie. It's stupid. Man, you're just you're missing a whole demographic out there. Mm-hmm. That's the demographic. I don't want then, I guess. That's fine. Man, they're the one that'll just throw money at you, though. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. Um, But do you guys want to talk about everything everywhere all at once? Sure, let's get into it. Since Richie hates fun. I don't hate fun, because then that would mean I'd hate this movie. Then I guess I hate fun. We already know that. I, I thought, I, I will honestly say, I thought this movie was a blast. It was wacky and goofy and silly, but also, like, serious in the right notes. The action was just ridiculous. And just thematically, it was just weird and just great all at the same time. Yeah, I actually, I enjoyed it a whole lot, too. Um, like, I feel like the, like, fight choreography was good. The Rakakuni joke was good. Everything else just fucking was stupid as shit. Oh, that Rakakuni joke was so good, though. Oh, but, that was the best part of the whole movie. But the Rakakuni... not even I'm, fucking close. I'm sorry. Rakakuni was the dumbest joke. It was still hilarious. You're saying everything was stupid. Rakakuni was stupid. But that was the greatest joke on there. Yes, also, it, fucking it was hot stupid. dog fingers. The, that like, was, hot dog fingers was the dumbest shit. Like that, <laughs> on dead serious. That's the thing that probably fucking killed the movie for me. Like I was like, I was like, okay, no, fucking fuck this. And every time it went back to it, it just got worse. And like, yes, Rakakuni was stupid, but it was the right stupid. Where Hot Dog Fingers was the wrong stupid. Like, Hot Dog Fingers was just like, no, why? Just get the fuck out. It, no, it. Yeah, I. Not once was it funny. I did not enjoy the Hot Dog Fingers. I thought it was kind of like, I don't know, so like, the, just did not enjoy that bit. But the like the Rakakuni made up for it, and it was such a good callback because like. Earlier in the movie, she's like, the thing with the raccoon, the raccoonie. <laughs> and then, like, the daughter's uh, like, you mean ratatouille? And she doubles down and is like, no, raccoon. Yeah. 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 And, and then, then like, this happens to be a universe where raccoonie is a real thing. Not only, is, fucking... not only is this a real thing, like, it's a real thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, and then fucking, like, she finds that guy in the current universe and fights with him on his, on his shoulders, controlling his hair. It was the dumbest thing, and then, oh my god, the butt plug fight, like, oh, that are was... you kidding? Again, that was another thing that I was like, yeah, cool, saw this coming, it's fucking real stupid. <laughs> I, they like, did kind of choreograph that one when they showed the awards early on yeah, with, um, with Jamie Lee Curtis, like, they, but, they like, sh- the fact that, like, it, that fight reminded me, like, like up until the guy came running and jumping over, like, the, the staircase, it was like that fight in, um... In Endgame with Black Widow and Hawkeye both trying to, like, be the one to throw themselves off the fucking cliff. Yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, like, there's plenty of other movies where people fight over things, but that's that's just the one that it reminded me of. Yeah, Mm -hmm. when when she showed that she had three awards and they looked like butt plugs, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is gonna be ridiculous later on. And then, but, like, they they had the whole sequence with the two of them fighting against, against, or fighting for them. And then the dude just comes out of fucking nowhere and just lands right on the one that they were fighting over. And it's just like, I just, I, that killed me. I was just like, this is, like, why? This is amazing. Like, why? Yeah, like, uh, I mean, I had myself asking, also asking why, but it was, fucking why? Not, 
<laughs> like you I mean know. to be fair, Drew, you were saying last week you wanted you wanted more unique movies. This was pretty unique. Yeah. Um, I mean Be a rock. <laughs> Greatest line. Be a rock. Like Come on, that just... rock with the googly eyes at the... come on. That was good. But like <sighs> that's the thing. Like you're you're sitting here why? Because that's the answer. Because because they can. Because this film was made to be wacky and ridiculous and silly and over the top. So bring it over the top. Let's have uh, two dudes with their junk being censored, which I love that they censored their junk in the actual fucking movie and not just like... I'm, gl- I'm glad I didn't have to see the junk flopping around all over the place. But like, two dudes with censored junk with things sticking out of their fucking butts. The dude had a fucking trophy up his ass. And it's just like, it's funny. Like, I know it's projected, it's well projected, but you go see any comedy show, the joke is projected, but the way they deliver it is how what makes it funny, and that's what that was here. That I, was again, projected. I, I disagree that it was funny, though. Like, it, it did not hit for me. Like, the only joke in the whole fucking movie that hit for me was them paying off on Rakakuni. Literally everything else in that movie was bad. Like, I did nothing else in that movie hit for me. And it was incredibly predictable in all the wrong ways. See, I only thought the end was kind of predictable with how the things would play out with the mother and daughter. But, like, everything else, I'm just like, okay, I didn't expect it to, like... And I didn't know what the movie was going into it. I just knew that, like, it involved multiverses, and it had been very well received around the Mm -hmm. time that another multiverse movie came out. Yeah. Um, But... I really enjoyed, like, the way that they set up the whole multiverse thing, where, like, it wasn't like this... People weren't just jumping between universes. Like, they were literally, like, swapping... Yeah. Swapping their bodies, or their consciousnesses, into alternate universes. Um, even for just, like, a fraction of a second. And the fact that, like, it required them to just do something absurd that, like, was, like, the thing that just would trigger that particular universe. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I, I thought that whole concept just actually worked really well compared to, like, what you see in, like, all the Marvel stuff and, like, anything that does, like, multiverses, like, the, the Arrowverse. It's always just like, oh, yeah, no, like, we're, we just have super speed or we have this device or this character can punch holes in reality. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, like, this is some weird science that this person figured out. And, like, it involves these old school Bluetooth headsets and, like, giving yourself paper cuts between the fingers. Yeah, like, and like he, him go- and him going like, but paper cuts only work when you don't want them to. Or when he was chewing the friggin' uh uh uh, uh, uh chapstick, I was just like, come on, like that that was more cringeworthy to me than the paper cuts because chapstick is tastes so bad, like it is not good. It tastes so bad, and then he's chewing it, and oh, I hated it. I hated it. I also like like this is a, a little like off topic, but I appreciated that in the in the one universe where she was like a famous like martial arts person, movie person, mm-hmm. they used they obviously just used a bunch of pictures and old oh, yeah. um award ceremony footage of Michelle Yeoh, like oh, from, yeah, like absolutely. stuff. I'm just like that's just her, like yeah, <laughs> that's just the absolutely. actress. And I like I, I I love the the concept like the why why her why that that Evelyn and it's like it's, it's because she didn't amount to anything she's the worst of all of her like lifetimes and it's like 
that that that's what makes you the best for this, I guess, or something like that. And it was like it was the weirdest, dumbest concept that just kind of worked. Yeah, yeah, and like I don't know, I I think the fact that like this movie was listed as an absurdist um, comedy drama, like yeah, no, like like that definitely fits. Mm-hmm. Um, like like I I I went into the like I didn't know what to expect. Like same thing with you, like multiverse. I went into it expecting multiverse kung fu fights and ridiculousness. That's what I was expecting, and it's just like, like it, it. I, I will even admit there were things that didn't hit on me, but it might have also been potential COVID brain or sinus infection brain. I missed on things, or or like I lost track of things. Uh, at one point, I didn't understand why the grandfather wanted uh the daughter to go into the donut and not stop her. Cause I thought the whole idea was to stop her, but like, it's just like, that's, that, that was the whole movie was just like all over the place. And like you say it was, it was predictable, but I'm just like, I, I, I I'm, I'm trying to fit like, I'm like, there was the, the, the movie built itself on, was trying to build itself up on unpredictability. Like, you have to do these weird things in order to, to jump. You have you, you have to be unpredictable. And yeah, there were there were projected jokes with the butt plugs and shit like that. But it's just like I I'm I'm like I ne- I never like until they showed the villain. I I didn't think I was gonna be the daughter. I I, I that wasn't even a thought that processed through my oh, head. Oh, as, as soon I, as that like the character like as soon as they alluded yeah. to a villain, I'm just like it's the daughter. Once, once, once they showed her, I was, I was like, you know what, that does make sense. Like, I, I but like, it, it was, <clears throat> it was, I don't, I don't know, I just. I know, Rich, I, I get the impression that, like, you don't often see things that are choreographed when it comes to, like, character reveals like that. Because I feel like, I, like, we've talked about other movies and stuff like that where, like, something was pretty obvious and, like, it just hadn't crossed your mind until it actually happened. I don't, I don't. I don't try to figure things out. Like, but, like, it's not even try to figure it out. It's like, oh, yeah, obviously, the co- the whole conflict in the movie is going to be the mom and the daughter, and it's going to get resolved at the end. Well, yeah, obviously, it's going to be the mom and the daughter. Like, the mom and the daughter are going to have an issue in the current universe, sure. But, it like, my thought process didn't go... Oh, the daughter is the big villain of all, all. Like I, I didn't care to think the daughter was. That's the thing. Like I don't look to figure out what the villain of it all is. But once they established it, I was like, oh, that makes sense. But yeah, at the from the beginning, the daughter and the mom are 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 battling heads. So obviously, by the end of the movie, they're gonna work things out. Like that's yeah, but, sure, so, that's gonna be the movie. But that's but, like that's why it makes sense that the daughter is the villain. Because why else was the mom the only person that could stop it after they set up the central conflict as her having a strained relationship with her daughter? Uh, well, yeah. no, that, I'm not saying it didn't make sense. I'm just saying I didn't think about it until they revealed it. Which that's fine. I wasn't judging like, you like, on not on not um but not like, thinking that's... that. I was just saying like like you do not have that brain where like you are thinking ahead of a movie, being like, no, oh, I bet it's going to be this. I don't, I don't, I don't watch a movie to figure out what the ending's gonna be. I watch a movie to watch a movie. I mean, I don't and, like, watch it. I don't f- watch it to, f- to figure it out either, but when it hits you in the face of what it's going to be, and then it is that, and 
in my opinion, does nothing to steer you away from it, that's when things are boring as shit. Yeah, when it's a movie about a mother-daughter relationship, but they have multiverse issues that connect it all. Like, yeah, it's throwing it in your face that it's a movie about a family family relationship in general, not just mother-daughter. But, like, y- you, you found no enjoyment out of anything that happened in this movie, like... No. At all. <laughs> no. Like, from beginning to end, there was zero enjoyment. Pretty much. Just because you knew it was a movie about a family relationship. No, because nothing in it was actually, like, interesting or uh, to me. Like, I don't, I don't like multiverse shit or time travel, really. It's fucking dumb. It never has good logic. Like, it, it's maybe the tropiest trope in sci-fi movies. So, fucking, it better do something real good to ha- catch my interest. And this didn't. But, like, the the idea that you're not jumping between multiverses, you're switching, you're switching life. You're, you're, I'm not going to a different universe. I'm getting the memories of one of my other selves. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a new take on the multiverse travel and the multiverse jumping. It is. There's, I don't think there's ever been a multiverse thing where it's like, you're, like, you're, you're, you're gaining your 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 knowledge of people uh, of your other lives. Actually, like I think there it, was something that did something similar. It was a different concept, but I feel like there was a movie or a show that had like a similar like idea behind it. It was called Quantum Leap. I, uh, honestly, I was about to say Quantum Leap. I'm like, no, no, no. Dr. Samuel Beckett didn't get their memories. That was the problem. He didn't know why he was in the body of the, the teenage girl. Mm-hmm. He just knew that he was the teenage the girl. The teenage girl, yeah. But, like, I don't... I mean, it's kind of like potato, potato, whatever. It's not... Is it different? Yes. Is it really different? No. Like... But, I mean, at this point in, in history, nothing's really ever different. No, that's, I mean, and that's honestly kind of the problem. But, I mean, like, even in stuff that you like, it's all kind of the same. Like, every, wrestling every, is always every, the same. Like Every song you listen to can be boiled down to the same three chords. They're all, that's a trope. Music's terrible. Hey, there's more than three chords, asshole. Uh, yes. But they uh, they but, can they can all be boiled down to the uh, same three. No, they can't. Not every song. Lots of songs, yes. Not every song. Yeah, man. Take a music theory class. Come on. Listen to the song three chords. Yeah, the, uh, which covers like nine songs throughout history. <laughs> I mean, let's right, look. It's like twelve, but G is used in a lot of songs, and there, there's a there's a pretty consistent chord progression from a G. But you know, not every song has an F in it. Look, I I I that's all like gibberish to me. I don't really know what any of that means. I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying in general, like. W- like uh, yeah, history repeats itself. Like things are there's there's there is there is a a major loss of new ideas. Every song is going to sound the same as other songs. Fucking some of the biggest songs when my when our parents were young are remakes for some of the bigger songs when we're uh, our age now. Like it, 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 there's like there's I don't know there's I don't know. It just it blows my mind. Like this is the movie that I have heard across the board everyone raving like and and is this is a very different kind of movie than any other movie that we've discussed that we've talked about that we watched 
And, like, across the board, people have said it is a great movie. And it just, it blows my mind that you found zero enjoyment in any of them. Well, he liked Rakakuni. Yeah, he, he liked a 30-second bit part. Like, Rakakuni probably played a good, maybe, minute in the entire two-hour movie. It was at least two minutes. It just, it, it blows my mind, because, like, there's... I mean, like, look, just straight up, we've talked about this multiple times. I don't like movies. I don't I, like I, television shows. Like, I know, with I know. rare exceptions, uh, like, Parasite is, like, the exception that proves the rule. Like, movies, I just, I, I can't. It's fucking, I cannot, I don't like watching movies, especially alone. <laughs> like, it's not my, it's not a thing that brings me almost any joy on the vast majority of occasions. Yeah, Rich, I'm actually surprised I, that, that, that you are still confused when Drew doesn't like things, because I've just no, kind of no, accepted that he's I, not going I, to. It does, I, no matter how much I can accept that he's not going to like it, it still doesn't confuse, it can't confuse me. It confuses me. Like, I don't understand how people, how you, not people, how you could just find no enjoyment in movies. How, how because like, how, uh, uh, I'll, it's two hours where uh-huh. things, all art is subjective. Yeah. First of all, so and like I said in the Discord, no movie ever made is a must-watch for every p- person on the earth. L- no one, no movie will appeal to literally every single person. Like Paddington Two does not have a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But like, <laughs> if know? anything was going to be a must-watch, it's probably Paddington Two. Exactly, but it's not. It's it's just not. That's not how art is, and. I, and the, especially this last year of going to concerts and live music and live sports again, for me to do anything that is passive, really, that I'm just sitting and watching, I need to be with a crowd. I need to have the energy of other people and really feel it. But also, like... Even like going, but movies and theaters don't even really do no, that because for me. Even though you're with because, a crowd of people, you're silently observing it by yourself. Yes, like like a concert is a different experience because you are with a group of people that are all engaged with the thing. Yeah, you're singing along, or at a sporting game, you're ch- chanting and cheering, or fucking at wrestling, you're chanting and cheering, like. It is a communal experience that movies and television just aren't, and I don't like it. Like, it just does nothing for me. Well, just start going outside, watch things in the street, and get your neighbors to come watch them with you. Maybe not in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in, like, October, just go set set a, set a TV in the middle of the street and just, like, call people outside. <laughs> but, like, I I can understand why you don't like like scripted things like that um like i don't agree with it but i can understand it i just the thing that i always have like i can understand you enjoying like sports and like concerts and stuff like that the thing that like still like confuses me is that you don't like scripted things but you like wrestling and that's that's the thing that kind of throws it off off kilter for me because wrestling's like the hybrid it's it is not scripted it is predetermined like there's a difference like literally not every single thing they're saying are they saying it 
multiple times and doing 50 takes. Like, it's one shot, baby. You go out there. If you fuck up, you're getting hurt. Like, <laughs> you could fucking die in a wrestling match. I mean, that's, like, that is true. But, I, like, I was thinking more from, like, like the, um, I don't know. I can't think of what the thing's called. Like, what, like when they're giving, like, their shitty speeches. The, doing promos? Yeah, like, that's stuff. Like, like, I have very rarely seen anything as bad as 90% of wrestlers talking on a microphone. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, that's my least favorite part of wrestling usually but like whenever like, i whenever i've seen bits and pieces of wrestling like that seems to be what 90 percent of the show is and then like you very rarely and like i might have this completely wrong because it's not like i watch wrestling but like i remember from like the 90s and stuff like that like you very rarely got much actual wrestling i mean like and it seems like it got worse over kind years. of that 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 when we watched that um that wrestling one uh-huh. early on that was what two and a half hours. It was probably more like four, I think. Yeah, three. it was. It was long. It it, yeah. it it was like three and a half hours, and two and a half of those hour, hours was that Jericho match. But yeah, and it was, it, and it was that was early on AEW as well, right? That's yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was early AEW, so they didn't have all that showboating. So like, I can imagine like that for for someone like you. Sure, that is what you want, but like. I can only imagine how bad it's gotten now that AEW has gotten as big as it is and how much more of a spectacle it is and less I, of just a show. I mean, I went to their show in Philly in April. It, they do tapings for about four hours because they film stuff for their YouTube show before uh, Dynamite. So that starts at like seven. Then they do Dynamite from eight to ten. And then they do Rampage, which airs on the Friday. Uh, it's Dynamite's live on Wednesdays. Then they do the hour of Dynamite from 10 to 11. And it's mostly wrestling. So is like, it really just WWE stuff that's just mostly guys sitting in the ring talking to each other? Yes. But now Vince McMahon has retired, and apparently that changed, like, the reports coming out of Raw last night where it was a lot more wrestling. Huh. And a lot less talking. Because, like, I th- like, not all of those guys are seem to be good at what they do. But, like, there are, like, clips I see on Facebook of, like, wrestlers doing stuff that it's, like, that's incredibly impressive. Like, the the bullshit that some of these people pull off, incredibly impressive. But, like, I never... Even you, who likes it, very rarely seems to seems to have anything good to say about it. And, like, like well, about WWE the, the long- is, is what the, I mean. Yeah, well, yeah, for the longest while, WWE was pretty rote and boring and predictable in all the bad ways. Like... There was a year, like, four years ago, where it was like, oh, in the f- November, we all knew Roman Reigns was going to win at WrestleMania. Like, the reports of that plan for seven months later leaked out, and sure enough, they go through, and every single, it's like, okay, yep, yep, and then he wins, and it was like, we all knew this, and then the match that got to the at the end was boring as shit, and everyone hated it like roman was the baby face and got fucking booed out of the arena like yeah like, it, it's been bad like i i fully admit wrestling often is bad like and you know what like plenty of movies and tv shows are also bad and i still watch yeah them. so like i get it like i would i would rather watch like a bad movie than five minutes of wrestling any day of the week that's just that's preference like between us. right exactly um i'd rather watch five bad minutes of wrestling than most two-hour movies um 
Well, I mean, I'd rather watch five bad minutes of wrestling than any bad movie. No, no, like, I would rather watch, no, no, uh, I'd rather watch a legitimately bad movie than five minutes of good wrestling. No, no, I'd, I'd rather watch five bad minutes of wrestling than any bad movie ever, because I'm not wasting my time on a bad movie if I don't have to. I'd rather waste the five minutes of bad time on a move on, on wrestling and be like, fuck this shit, I'm wet. So I think I think the difference there is kind of like what Rich, what you and I were talking about uh, br- very briefly, briefly yes, yes, eh, yesterday is I don't necessarily mean like a bad movie, like just straight garbage, like Jingle All the Way too. Um, I mean like like a bad movie that actually has some like entertainment or like redeeming qualities to it. Um, like apparently, so, uh, uh, apparently a that movie, bad Bullet movie Tra- like The Room. Yeah, apparently like that movie, um, Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. I thought that movie looked like it might have actually been kind of interesting. Um, like in a stupid, in like a dumb, stupid way. Um, but apparently it's a 57% right now. So. Yeah. Maybe not. But like, it could still be. Cause like, when you, when you look at like the ratings for something, like it definitely like, if it's like in that like just in the, the rotten category, it's usually actually like just a bad, uninteresting movie. But if, like, it right. goes far enough down, then it's like, oh, this is, like, a train wreck of a movie. So it's probably at least going to be funny, even if it's not supposed to be funny. Um, well, it's like a bell curve. Yeah. Or, like, a reverse bell curve. Like, if it's in that, like, 40 to 50 range, it's probably just boring and not watchable. Then it when it gets to that, like, t- 25 to 15 range, it's good-bad. Like, you're watching it because it's a train wreck and laughing at it when you're not supposed to. But then once it gets back under, like, 15, it's just so unwatchable. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually, yeah. Like, Fantastic Four. Like, what was that on Rotten Tomatoes? Like, a 7 or whatever? That movie was fucking unwatchable. (laughs) Yeah, like, that that is a very, very bad movie. Um, But, like... I'm trying to think of like another like movie that was like down there, but like kind of like I like the room is is one of them. Like I've actually never seen that, but I know that's how people always describe it. Is it's like such a bad movie, but it's like funny because it's so so bad. Oh, it, I've watched it. It's fucking hilarious. But like, it's like, not supposed to be. <laughs> no, not at all. But it, like the acting is and look, the room twenty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That I was just trying to find that actually. <laughs> like. It's real bad, but you're laughing at some of the, like, complete absurdity of it that, like, it's entertaining to watch. So, here's my question for you, then. If, so I get the idea of liking, like, the more communal experience, like, going to a sporting event, going to a concert, like, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But, like, you will also watch every football game that airs on a Sunday in October at Uh home by yourself. Uh huh. Like, how is that any different than watching like a mediocre movie? Because it's sports. But like, it's live. But like, most of that is mediocre at best. I I fucking don't care. (laughs) Football is the second best sport out there. Like, I I, give me football. I think I I think I know what it is. And your favorite movie ever is in Matrix, right? Because it all has to deal with numbers, and you're a statistics man. No, so that's my... what it is about sports, too, right? Numbers. I mean, that is what it is about sports, like I... numbers and stats. And... Just, just keep the bit going. I'm just making a joke. Keep the bit going. You love the Matrix because it's about numbers, zeros and ones. I mean, like, I feel like there's sure. a. Be- I feel like you could have grabbed a better movie than the Matrix to, for a math joke. I mean, I I could have gone with um. Uh, 
Good Will Hunting? Yeah, there you go. Sure. Your favorite movie is Good Will Hunting because it's about math. Sure. We'll go with it. Or Good Will Hunting 2. Was, was there a sequel? Oh. Isn't that a joke in some movie? It's a Did joke he in. Die Jan- at the end of it? It's a joke in Jane's Hunt Bob Strike Back. It's a right. Good Will Hunting 2 hunting season. Right, right, yes. Okay. Yeah. It, it, was, a, it, was, it was a good bad cameo. Um, go ahead, continue with the bit, Richie. No, no, no. That's just it. It's a math joke. Oh. You just, you, yeah. It's, you, you like the, your favorite movie is The Matrix because it deals with numbers. But also, like, to the communal aspect of watching sports, like, you are hearing the crowd cheer and react. Movies and TV are just, you're dead. It's dead. You're just but, watching what's but happening. There's, there's a laugh track in some TV. That's, that is true. That is true. I can't say the last show I watched with the laugh track that I actually enjoy. What if I feed in crowd noise the next time you have to watch a movie? You know what? Maybe. Let's find out. <laughs> All right. What we'll if do Richie, that. What if Richie just comes and watches it with you, and every few minutes, he just applauds? No, I'll just... No. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to get a... <laughs> get a soundboard that has, like different reactions you know and when the bad guy comes on screen you just hit the boo boo (laughs) when a fight's happening you start like you get the slow build of cheers that ramps up and ramps up no we're, we're we're gonna start off with just crowd noise just generic crowd noise what they were pumping in during the 2020 and uh mlb season um and probably every other season uh and go from there and, and right, see but those those works. also had like it wasn't just like always just a dull chatter. Like there would be like Did they have excited react- crowd noise when like a score happened. I, yeah. I didn't I didn't actually get to watch any games during the past few seasons, so I don't really know. And like I I'm the a- absolute opposite. I, like there is nothing entertaining about watching any sport on television for me. Like it is the worst time. So like I like I completely understand like your uh like your your kind of like opposite I guess mentality to that because mm-hmm. yeah like I would rather I would rather do absolutely anything than watch like any amount of football on television. Whereas I put on Red Zone and literally watch ten straight hours of football on Sundays. Yeah, like that's I watch from one. Uh, I don't always watch the Sunday night game. Depends who's playing. But if, like, the Eagles or Broncos are playing, I'm watching the Sunday night game. So I'm watching football from 1 o'clock to 11 o'clock. Yeah, meanwhile, like, I I will watch, like, I will have the TV on all day while, like, doing stuff. But will not watch sports unless I'm actively at the game. Like, I legitimately enjoy a baseball game. Do not want to go, like, watch them on TV. Well, love going to a game, though. Love watching the game at the actual park. Very good time. Yeah, I mean, baseball on TV sucks. But like, I like, I feel this like I've out of the two of them, I find baseball on TV more watchable than football. That's the most one of the most insane things anyone's ever said about sports. I I do not find anything interesting about football. In even even live, I don't like like football is one of the sports I dislike the most. Like, I find it so fucking boring. But you don't find like eighteen and a half seconds between pitches boring. No, because it's kind of like I don't know how to explain this. It's like the the expectation that it is 
a more like slow paced experience than like football where like that shouldn't be as slow as it is but 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 having played baseball fucking baseball should not take four hours no ever i mean it should never take more than two and it routinely takes longer than an nfl game and that is true like it always takes like every sport takes longer than it it really needs to yeah an nfl game should not take longer than an hour I, I mean, no. Advertising probably should get them to like two, two and a half. You can advertise between quarters, or or, or <laughs> that's 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 the thing though. Like, yeah, baseball shouldn't take that long, but at the same time, like you, you're, I I I don't remember. So, what if football was played with absolutely zero, uh, well, with absolutely zero commercials on it. It would always take longer than an hour and 21 minutes because there are two minutes between or actually, I guess, an hour and 19 minutes. because so there's two minutes between the first and second quarter, 15 minutes for halftime and two minutes between the second or third and fourth quarter. But the clock stops a lot in football. It's not a running clock. Yeah. The only sport with a timer that has a running clock is soccer, but also it doesn't. Yeah, so- soccer doesn't make any sense. Stoppage time at the end for all the time that they would have just stopped the clock for otherwise. So why the fuck don't yeah. they just stop at the least clock? every <laughs> other sport? You can tell how much time is left in the regulation time of the game. Like you know when there's only two minutes left on in in a football match, even if it really is longer than two minutes. But like in soccer, it's like man, there could be five minutes left. There could be five hours left. Who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. Man. Soccer's whew, that actually that is a sport that I that I also cannot watch. I think soccer's interesting. Can't watch it. I, I can only watch World Cup, and even that is pushing it. I I I'll watch I'll watch golf before I watch soccer, and I, but I really love so. Oh, I hate golf. I don't think golf's a sport. But see, the thing about watching golf on TV, or I, I, I guess even if you went live, like if you're sitting at one hole, it's like you have the one group come through hit their shots play the hole then the next group come through play their shots like watching golf on tv it's not like oh we're watching just tiger woods today here's no, yeah, tiger yeah. woods shot it's not F1. and now we have to wait seven minutes for tiger woods next shot like there's 80 players playing so they can go okay here's the shot and this shot and this shot so at least like watching golf on tv like shit's almost always happening it's whereas like watching a baseball game it's like oh Ball one. Now it's twenty eight seconds till the next fucking pitch. Here's the thing. I love baseball. Baseball, my favorite sport. I've never gone to a baseball game to watch a baseball. I've gone to a baseball game to hang out. I've had people over to watch baseball games to hang out. And I've said this multiple times even on this podcast. The MLB is the world's most popular podcast. And that's just how like you you, you it's 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 a slow going sport. But the commentation is really good. The, the the stories that they talk about, at least they used to be. I don't know if they still are anymore. I haven't really gotten no. to watch or listen to it. Fucking um, no. And it's, it's so just, bad usually. It, yeah, it just it, it it was it was the world's greatest and most popular podcast. Um, it, it could get back to that eventually, but I'm just like that's I I go I go to a baseball game to hang out with my friends and be able to say that I watched. I went to a baseball game, but also like going to the stadiums. Also, just like going sports games in general. See, depending depending on like how the team's performing, 
if I go to a baseball game, I'm you like I spend a, a good majority of the time actually watching the game because like I'm actually interested. Like I I for whatever weird reason and like I don't follow the stats and all because that's just not a thing for me. But like I find the like act of watching people play baseball interesting. I don't find anything like about football though interesting like about the playing of football interesting i think some of those guys are insanely talented um and even like the guys that like don't look like they're doing anything are insanely talented but like it's just not it's not interesting for me like i don't get any enjoyment out of watching that but like hockey love to watch people skate around on fucking knives and and hit a tiny little black disc at each other mm-hmm. um and it's it's like i i can i can get what you're saying with with um with football, because your your problem with football is honestly my problem with wrestling is it's you, you get you get twenty seconds of action and forty five seconds of setup. But that's baseball seconds. too. But at least in baseball, like or football, like something actually happened in the twenty five seconds before no. the thirty seconds where nothing, I, literally nothing happens. <laughs> I'm I'm not. I love baseball. I don't often watch baseball. But when I do, like I said, I don't really go to watch baseball. I go to hang out and say I'm watching baseball. But like I'm there, like see a little bit of the team, but then just be like, let's get a hot dog. Let's let's do the thing you do when you go to a sporting event. But like when like when we watched the wrestling, it was like let's let's stumble around for twenty seconds. Let's set up this next big move for another fifteen. Let's go ahead and prepare to do the move for another 10, and then, oh, you countered me, and now we have to stumble around again for another minute before a big thing happens, and that can be what, what football can feel like to, to people, especially people who aren't fans. It's, it's you huddle, you get ready, you go, you go do the thing, and then sometimes the thing is just, boom, and that's it. Yeah. Sometimes the thing is, oh my god, there's a thing, but I would say a lot of the times the thing is more, boom, there's a thing. And so it's a lot of setup for sometimes not a lot of return. And that's that's what I can understand. Baseball doesn't really have that much setup. It's throw the ball, get it back. Throw the ball, get it back. Throw the yeah. ball, get it back. It's repetition, it's back and forth, and then you switch out, you warm up, and then you throw the ball, you get it back. And, and yet, and somehow, an uh, average baseball game takes the exact same amount of time as an average football game. That's... It's... There's, there's, there's a different level of skill. Like there, there is a level, there are batters out there made just to wear down a pitcher. Not fucking in 2022. You haven't watched baseball for a decade if you think that. Uh, it's just, but it's like. Fucking it's... batters do not give a shit about pitch count. Pitch, no. like pitchers don't throw that long anymore anyway. No. Like I, I remember back in 08, they were like 150, 200 pitches, 300 pitches of the game and now it's like well no no I mean, but like no. probably like 150 a game and now that, like 150 would be insane even in 08 like but like now you're lucky if you see somebody throw 60 that's ridiculous yeah well, i mean that's just people are not as you know they're they're it's, not the long pitchers, they're not the long form pitchers that they were even 10 years ago it's, it's pitchers suck nowadays they really do and they're crybabies well I don't know how much it's the actual pitchers versus how much baseball, like, has just changed. Like, their actual skill is probably better than it's ever been, but because they've become so, like, built in this routine of 60 pitches, like, going back to, like, high school, it's like, 
that's all they can do anymore. Like, not necessarily but, by their choice, but like lots of rules have been set in lower levels of baseball to pr- honestly protect the kids' fucking arms <laughs> from themselves. But yeah, which I mean, like that is like that's a good thing. Like you don't necessarily need a pitcher to pitch a full game and a hundred and five pitches. Mm-hmm. It's just like like Richie's not wrong. Like like a lot of times, like it, like you look at some of the pitchers, especially like that the Phillies get like. The Phillies for the last decade have had had a fucking terrible bullpen. But I, I I would I would counter when it comes to you don't expect a pitcher to pitch a full game. If if you were to pitch a good like a, a perfect game that's eighty one pitches, you should be able to at least get to eighty one pitches before you have to be pulled away. Like that yeah. is that is playing that is three strikes per batter. That is three outs per inning. That is nine innings. And. I mean, you you realistically could get out of a baseball game throwing 27 pitches. 27 pitches if they all <laughs> hit and they're all out right right away. But, like, that's, that's like, kind of more the point. Like, 60, 60 pitches when, like, a, quote, perfect game is between 27 and 80, 81. Like, you should be able to do more than 60. You're a professional ball player. You should be able to do more than 60. I mean, they could, but like, it's, it's a matter of if they're not on a streak to actually have some sort of like, like perfect game, no hitter sort of thing happen. Um, mm-hmm. and like, the way- and they're already starting to throw off a little bit at 60 or 70. Like, it's just safer to preserve the arm to swap them than it is to just have them keep throwing and not be doing anything special with it. Baseball is weird. Well, like the average number of pitches per game last year was up to four point four. Uh, I guess that's per team. So eight pitchers, nine pitchers appearing Christ, in a game man. between the two teams. Well, yeah, where that's in like in oh eight it was under four a game. Yeah, if you go back to the eighties, it was under three a game. So like. That's just how baseball's changed in the last 40 years. Like, hitters have changed a lot, too. Like, mm-hmm. if you go back, like, it was a big deal when people... like And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, so, like a lot of the records that were set, like, for, like, home runs and stuff like that were a big deal. But, like, you have more people coming up now that are hitting the ball harder and more consistently than the average 30 years ago. Like, the, the record holders are still the record holders, but, like, you have a larger, like, average pool of players that can do that consistently, if that makes sense. And then the other thing that happens way more now are batters strike out an insane amount. Like, it's, they're all swinging for home runs, not trying to get, like, singles and doubles, really. Yeah. Which, yeah, like, which is why when, like, the ones that do have, like, those, like, higher averages are because, like, they are never swinging for the base hit. They are always putting everything behind it. And they're just, they're getting lucky a little bit more often. Mm-hmm. Like, Tony Gwynn had 434 strikeouts in his entire career. He played 20 years. <laughs> he had 10,000 plate appearances, struck out less than 450 times. Mm-hmm. There are batters that do that now in two and a half years, strike out 400 times. That's Yeah, that's insane. And that's like, that's that's just it, it, it's, it's not real quick. It, it's it's not about playing baseball. It's about being the next home run hitter. No, uh, so Aaron Judge, great player for the Yankees, great home run hitter, has already forty three home runs this year. 
He's already struck out 115 times Jesus. this season. How many games have they played he, so far? 101. So he has more strikeouts than games played. That's insane. And you figure, like, average, what, maybe, like, five to ten at-bats a game? Oh, no. Like, five is high. Four is yeah. probably average at-bats. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, so he has 384 at-bats in 101 games. So he has slightly less than four at-bats a game. 445 plate appearances. So that takes out walks and hit by pitch. Um, so he's been at bat a little, almost four and a half times a game. Um, and he has struck out a quarter of his at bat, his plate appearances. In he's played 673 games over seven years, has 2,910 plate appearances. So 7,000 less than Tony Gwynn in his career. He has 848 strikeouts, double almost Tony Gwynn's career strikeouts in less than a quarter of the uh, plate appearances or whatever, or a third, less than a third of the plate appearance. That's how baseball's changed. And it's Tony Gwynn only played like 25 years ago. Like, it's not like this was some dude from the eight nineteen hundred. Yeah. It is always crazy to look back at like, like you, you look at just every like 15 to 20 years and see how different mm-hmm. things have gotten in like, Baseball, football, basketball, like, what have you. Like, it's just, like, people are both more athletic than they have ever been, but also, like, more, I guess, egotistical. Like, everyone wants to be the superstar. And, yeah, and like, I get it. Like, they want the recognition. They want the big paycheck. That's, I mean, that's starting to just become sports in general. A lot of, like, basketball as well. Like, basketball is just nothing but showboating and, and, and personality. It's, and, and, and then you just got the friggin', yeah. See, it's basketball is the opposite general, for me f- of every other sport. Like, I don't like basketball because it's too easy for them to score. Like, there's no real anticipation for it until the last 30 seconds of the game. Because it's mm-hmm. like, okay, cool, you yeah. score every three seconds. The game is almost always within, like, ten points of each other. Like, there's no real competition till the end of the game. Whereas, like, at least, like, even football, like, most football games are so low scoring that it's like, okay, like, one bad play could change this game entirely. Yeah, but, you know. Anyway, uh, Rich, do you have anything else to say about everything <laughs> I once? I really enjoyed it. So did I. Uh, R- Be a rock, Rich. What is what? I, Drew, I assume you don't have a pick. No, uh, Rich. What is your next pick? All right, we're gonna go with another new movie. The movie is so new, it's not even out yet. So, like, you you gotta wait a few days. I hope it is good enough. But it comes out on Friday on Hulu. It's called Prey. Don't look anything up for it. Just go into it blind. And watch Prey. It's on Hulu. It's out on the 5th. I mean, I already pretty sure I know at least something about that movie. I, we all probably know the at least something about it, which, um, cause, cause Cobb already said about it. And I, 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 I wish I didn't know that something, but also that something about it makes it even more interesting. It, it is a, it, it is a Predator movie. It's a prequel. Oh yeah. Very interesting. I wonder, so the one thing I don't know is like how much of a prequel is it like, and, like, I don't expect either of you to know it either. But, like, I don't know if this is, like, a... Is this set in, like, the 70s? Um, like, pre, like, Predator 1 with Schwarzenegger? Or is this, like, set in, it's, like, ancient times during, like, the first time, like, a Predator landed on Earth? So, as, as far as I know, it's indigenous people. Okay. That's that's all, all I can remember. Uh, or all I can remember seeing from, like, the one of the trailers or, or promotional videos I saw. I believe it's, like, indigenous people... Or during like colonialization of of 
the Americas or of some sort. I'm not really 100% sure. Can't remember what the description. That's that could still be interesting though. Cuz like assuming it has a similar kind of idea as like the predator hunting people, like it hunting people without any real technology versus like every other predator movie where like they've had like helicopters and machine guns and shit to go against them. So it is set 300 years ago. It tells the story of a Comanche woman. Okay. Uh, and that's the rest is on there. Okay. That could be. So the fact that it's coming to Hulu, I don't have the highest of expectations for it. I'm going to be honest. Especially like the last two Predator movies, not that good. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I enjoyed the first Alien vs. Predator. Um, like it was it was like a bad it was a like a bad movie, but it was like a fun bad. Um, and I've other than that, like I've only I've never seen Predator two. I've only seen Predator one. So I've seen Predator, both Alien vs. Predators, and then the 2010 Predator. I've honestly haven't really seen that many Predators. Um, so you so you're starting like, chronologically, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's what I'm working on. So so is this going to be your new thing a- after this one? You're going to watch one Predator movie every week until you've watched them all. No, probably not, because um, I have so many other things that I I I want to watch at the moment. But I mean, it's 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 on the list. There, there it is on the list to check out. There's it's a bunch of other movie franchises that I do want to check out. I can't think of them. It's a big list. Well, start watching stuff more often. If I wasn't unconscious for an entire weekend, I would have watched a lot this weekend. All, I'm I don't know about you, Drew, but all I'm hearing are excuses. Yeah, I like I I had planned on watching. Uh, at least either Stranger Things or Umbrella Academy this weekend. But Saturday, my eyes were shut pretty much all day. Um, and then Sunday, I couldn't keep my eyes open for more than maybe 45 minutes at a time. Excuses, excuses. To where, to where I was like, I, I just, I couldn't. It was, it was a shock yesterday. I was able to stay, keep my eyes open all day, but it was, it wasn't as bad yesterday. Did you work yesterday and today? Yep. Not, not great. But I did work. Um, I couldn't call out because my boss was out yesterday and today, um, and I needed to cover for her work. So I mean, I did you, her work. you could have called out. I could have, um, but like I covered for her work and then worked on some of my stuff. But like I think yesterday I got about like 120 of my own things done, and then today I barely got like 100. So man, so not not only did you not do anything over the weekend, but you slacked at work. You know what? I had senioritis because I have three days off. <laughs> um. So th- this last thing, uh, I'm not going to talk about too long. Um, have you guys ever listened to an audiobook? I've only listened to a bit of the Harry Potter audiobooks when Sarah was listening to them for a while when we were going to and from work. So I've I I don't read I don't do audiobooks. I mean, you don't do books in general, so I mean, I don't mind books. I just I haven't really gotten into audiobooks. I, I I'll do the audio podcast or the not audio podcast, the audio dramas. On podcasts and stuff, not an audio, but they're kind of the same thing. They are. Um, so I've never listened to an audiobook before, and I've actually I've heard that the Harry Potter ones are actually very well narrated. Um, yeah, I mean, for what it's worth, it was fine to listen to the all the shit I hated. <laughs> I mean, that's that's fair, but as long as it was read well, yeah. Um, so I I just found out, and I, this has been a thing for a long time. I just never looked into it. If you buy a book on the Kindle. You can get a crazy discount on the audiobook version of it, and it will actually keep in sync. So, like, if you read some mm-hmm. of the actual book, the, like, Kindle or the Audible version will actually, like, track to that page. So you can kind of, like, flip back and forth between it. Um, 
And so, so I just, um, I just bought The Way of Kings, which is, um, it's a Brandon Sanderson novel. It's like 1100 pages. It's very long. Um, so I saw that. I saw that buying the audiobook with it was only like $7 and it's a $63 audiobook by itself. So I'm like, damn. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, it's 1100 pages. It's going to take a while to read this whole thing, but like, maybe I'll like supplement it by like listening to chapters, like when I'm in a position where I can't read. Um, and like, it's not good. Like it's like the 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 narration is just not good. Um, it's it's forty five hours. It is forty five hours of two different people reading the book. One of them he seems all right. Like the the guy seems like he, like he's reading pretty normal. Um, he he's a little monotone about it, but like not bad. Um, and then there's a woman who's like reading like they're like alternating chapters. I'm not sure if they're. I haven't picked up whether it's um alternating characters or chapters yet. Um, but like her stuff is actually like just bad. Like I couldn't listen to it. I had to just turn it off on her chapter. Like she puts all these weird inflections into her words and they like almost like she's reading poetry and like it's not. And it was the most off-putting fucking thing I have ever listened to. And I'm like looking at this. I'm like, how could, and like the book had like the audiobook has generally good reviews from what I saw. Um, and I'm like, okay, so like, like this couldn't have been that bad. Um, but then, so I go in and start actually reading the reviews and like everyone like reviewed it highly, but they're like, yeah, like the story's great. The male narrator's great. The woman should never read a book out loud again. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like how did nobody, in-? it's like they have directors. It's just like any voiceover work. Like there's a person directing the people. Like how did nobody say like, Hey, you're reading this weird stop. Yeah. Like it's, you figure it. If this book is split down the middle, this woman read this book for over 22 hours and no mm-hmm. one told her apparently, hey, you're doing a bad job. Stop talking like like that. I'm just like, what the fuck? So suffice to say, I will probably only listen to chapters that the guy narrates um, because I think I would actually puncture my own eardrums if I had to listen to this woman talk for any more amount of time. Um, but that said, I also um, I read that book that... um. Reggie from Nintendo put out disrupting the game. Nice. Um, actually, a really interesting book. Um, like the first like half of it or so is like him talking about like his like his early life and then like his careers at like Procter and Gamble and Pizza Hut, which are actually the same company, and like Panda Express. Apparently, he worked for for a while. Um, and then like it transitions into like his time at Nintendo and kind of like through like the different eras, like the like his early time there, like the Wii the Wii U and up to the switch. Um, and like, it definitely, you know how, like when you read something and in your head, it sounds like that person. Uh huh. Um, like this book sounds like him. Like it sounds like everything you've ever heard Reggie say in like a Nintendo direct or on an interview or anything like that. Like the cadence for just like the cadence and the way the words are laid out. Like he, if he didn't write this book, um, who somebody else just, wrote him perfectly <laughs> but i i think he did actually write it so there's that um but it's, it's worth checking out if like you're just interested in a little bit more it doesn't get super behind the scenes with a lot of nintendo stuff and i know that's what some people kind of complained about um but i think it does have a lot of like interesting insights into s- kind of some of the some of the ways that nintendo worked in like the early 2000s and how like it took them a while to realize that and I mean, to this day, the Western market is a very different market to the Japanese market. 
and how much that the Western market apparently had to kind of like fight to get things that like from a consumer standpoint just make sense. Um, I believe it. Yeah. I mean, I, I believe that it, any Japanese company, I believe that. And like Nintendo, like definitely does not surprise me at all, but it's just one of those. Mm-hmm. It's like, why did it take people pushing so hard for some of these things? Like there are more people in the United States and Canada than in Japan. There are more potential sales here than in Japan. Like, if you market here just as well as you market there, you're going to have better sales. It seems yeah. like, seems like a no-brainer. But, like, they were talking, like, and I forgot about this. Um, one of the things he talks about is in, um, like, around the launch of the Wii, that, um, Nintendo, like, Japan was, like, vehemently against packaging Wii Sports with the console. Huh. Like, they wanted it to be a full-price game. Um, and it was like, it was Reggie and like the, the Nintendo of America team that like fought for that. And it was only in the Western market that that happened. In Japan, the console was sold by itself. I did not know that. Yeah. And then uh, similarly with the, um, the 3S, um, Nintendo of America fought for a lower price point at launch. Japan said, no, we're launching it at this price because this is the price that makes sense to us. And rather than like going off of any like, um, research, they market, I think, I think it was like $200 or something like that, or $299 when it launched. Like it was, the 3DS was very expensive. I, I feel like it was 300 And then they very quickly but... dropped the price by like 50 or or $100 because it, it wasn't selling mm-hmm. at all. And it's just like, yeah. yeah, no, like that stuff definitely makes sense for how just like rigid Japanese companies seem. Like, not surprised about that at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the 3DS one, like, I kind of get. I really wonder how the Wii would have done in the U.S. with no pack-in games. Not, it wouldn't have sold even a fraction as well as it did. Because that, that was, that was the system seller. Yeah. Like, that was the thing that got people to understand how the thing worked. Yeah. <laughs> like. And it's like, without that, like, the, the Wii didn't really launch with, like, a strong lineup. Like, I, th- I think it launched with T- Twilight Princess, right? Or, I, I think remember. so. But it was also on the GameCube, yeah. so, so like, like it l- and it was it was a port. It wasn't like the original. Yeah, it, the game was so like the GameCube was the original. Yeah, the game was developed on the GameCube, but like that hardware wasn't that different. Let's be realistic. Um, You're absolutely right. But <laughs> yeah, like th- like there was no other like must have software for the Wii, and nobody was going to look at a game called Wii Sports and be like, "That is a sixty dollar game," and purchase mm-hmm. that. But like having a console that came with that and then looking at the, at the shelf and being like, Oh, well, like there's this Zelda game and like there's some other stuff like that, that sold that console. That is why. And like we both worked at GameStop in that era. Like that is why for two years, give or take every day, you'd get people calling and coming into the store. Do you have any Wii's? Yep. Like fucking no, we don't have any Wii's. Even like, um, Black Friday, like the one Black Friday I was actually was I at GameStop? Yeah. I was only there for one Black Friday. Um, and that one Black Friday, like, we had a line down the building. Everyone was there for a Wii. And I think we had, like, 25 of them. <laughs> yeah. And I think, like, 25 people got Wiis, and all the rest of the people got told no. Uh, real quick on the 3DS, it was 250 at launch, actually. Uh, and it launched on March 27th. July 28th, it dropped from 250 to 170. Okay, so that's what it was. So, um, in the book, um... He, he says that they fought for it to be under 200. Um, and the, the pushback was either 
it's either going to be this or this. And like one of them I think was 200 and the uh, like was just a flat 200 and the other one was 250. And the difference like at that point was like kind of moot. And like Japan decided to go with the 250 to launch and then it sold terribly. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they dropped it. And then they had to do like the loyalty program for it after that. Yeah. Um, and people got a bunch of free stuff for their 3DS if they had purchased it prior to the price drop. Yeah. Cause I think part of, I think part of that had to do with the pricing for the Wii U also, if I remember correctly. Like there, w- there was a side reason why the price dropped as quickly as it did other than just like poor sales. You know, 2011 would have been the Wii U, right? Uh, 2012, I think is when the Wii U came out. Was, okay. But like it, that was around the time where yeah, they were yeah. like, revealing it and stuff like that true well i did i mean this is not surprising the wii u discontinued before the switch launched yeah i pretty much remember that for some reason in my head like it it ran like uh, like alongside it very briefly but yeah they discontinued the wii in january on january 31st 2017 like a month and change before uh the switch launched Mm -hmm. i mean like that that console unfortunately did not do anything so like not surprising but which sucks because honestly, I really enjoyed the console and I wish it had better support. I mean, it was poor marketing. Like it was poor marketing and it was underpowered compared to the things that launched a year later. Yeah, I mean, it was underpowered com- even fucking compared to the things that were already. Out. I mean, that's <laughs> yes, that that is true. But like, you could make make an argument that like it was at least a um like a competitor to those. By the time the PS4 and Xbox One came out, like. It was right back to this, to the Wii, um, the Wii era when, like, you had Wii and PS2 games were literally being developed differently than the PS3 and Xbox 360 games. Like, games were being made more cartoony, lower, like, lower polygon, like, lower frame rates, because those two consoles were selling so well that developers were still, still wanted to put, like, content on them, but, like, Mm -hmm. they couldn't release the same game they were releasing on the new consoles. Right. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, interesting book, and like, not super long either, so there's that. Um, but I guess to wrap that up, would definitely recommend Disrupting the Game from Reggie Fizami. Um, would not recommend the audiobook for The Way of Kings, um, unless you hate <laughs> yourself. The, the actual book seems very good though. I'm like, 100 pages in. Interesting so far. Kind of a slow burn, but like, it's a fantasy novel. Like, yeah. It's 1100 pages. The first 100 are probably gonna be a slow burn. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, Sanderson does cool magic stuff. Like, he never just does, like, magic where, like, oh, like, I cast Fireball. Like, his shit's always, like, weird and kind of science-y. Fireball. <laughs> that's, that's a spell, right? Yeah. Okay. It is. Oh, no, you said Fireball like it wasn't, like, a spell. Fireball. I don't get it. I don't either. I just, just, just Fireball. Oh, see, I thought you were, like... No, I'm not doing anything. I'm just saying Fireball. Well, what was that bit from the Beast Cast, Drew? Oh, fuck if I remember. I know it had some, like, like wasn't it like Vinny didn't, couldn't think of the word fireball? He kept saying, like, fireball oh, oh, or something? It, I think, no, I think he couldn't think of, or maybe it was fireball, but, but yes, there is, okay, now I know what bit you're talking about. I don't remember the exact specifics, though. It was, it, it was dumb. I remember that much. Um, of course it was. <laughs> but I think that's probably a show. Yep. Sounds about right. Alright. Well, uh, like we announced earlier, in two weeks on, what is that, the 18th, right? Right? Yep. On the 18th, we're watching Prey, the new uh, Hulu movie Predator prequel thing that's coming out this Friday. Um, And other than that, 
If you would like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also find more of our content. No, that's... I did this wrong. See, this is what happens when I'm trying to type and talk at the same time. And you get Th- that's what me you get. on bonus action when I have so much more on my mind. Because you have nothing on your mind. I'm at least multitasking. <laughs> False. <laughs> I have so much on my mind. Um, but yeah. If you'd like to find more of our content, you can head to www.when-quest.com. You can also support us by going to patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all those places. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. It all helps. Uh, you can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo. And you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. Other than that, we'll be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for... Oh, wait, no. Rich, What's what are you doing for your streams? Anything? Are you take, um, taking the rest of the week off? What's going on? No, I mean, I'll, I'll be I'll be back live. Uh, it's going to be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week. And then back to normal schedule next week. But Friday uh, should be, as long as I'm feeling up to it, and can figure out things to do and whatnot, should be when I'm doing the jorts. Uh, um, stream, and it's gonna be Mario Kart and playing with people. So come join, be my friend on Switch. What's jorts? I'm wear- wearing jorts. I mean, why is that important? We can't see them. I mean, well, you can make me stretch and see how much range of motion they give me. I'm also gonna be wearing like a like a shirt that says McStud, and it was a whole big community thing. I'll be 100% honest, it wasn't like fully planned out, and then because of all of getting sick. I, I haven't fully 100% planned out what I'm going to be doing for it and whatnot. Um, but it is, we are still doing it for my birthday, Jort's birthday, um, on Friday. So on Wednesday, which is yesterday, we would have just played Fall Guys with people for my actual birthday, but celebrating on Friday for Jort's birthday with some Mario Kart and me wearing Jort's and shit. Okay then. And with that, we will be back, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.